Well, hey, friends, welcome to another episode of the Revelation Wellness Podcast. I am your host, Elisa Keaton, and today is a fun conversation with our friend of the show and of this ministry, Jamie Ivey. Jamie Ivey is here to talk about her new book, Why Can't I Get It Together? <laughs> Kick unrealistic expectations to the curb and rest in God's truth. Anyone need this message right about now? What, one week into the new year? We need to remember that we don't get it together. Christ holds it together. And Jamie is going to talk to us about that today. And true to Jamie's style, she's going to keep it real, keep it honest, and even talk about the pressure she feels to keep it together when it comes to her body. So we have an honest moment. Uh, so grateful for my friends that come on and let me ask these pointed questions. Maybe don't get asked anywhere else. Well, she's going to talk about it today. And so you are going to feel normal, blessed, encouraged. You're going to laugh. And can I also say, please listen to this episode because we have exciting news that we break forth in this episode. Okay. I'm just going to tell you now, you are all cordially invited to join Jamie and I and Lisa Whittle and some ministry, global ministry leaders that are signing on each day here as we get into the new year to join us this year for the Love Paced Race. This year, we are inviting you to do a 5K, 10K, half marathon, or a full marathon at the pace of love. That means no striving. So we're not trying to make a time or make our personal best. We're asking everyone who is so blessed and able to have feet that work and a body that moves to do so. And we are gonna do this as a way to draw closer to God, do and achieve a God-sized goal. And while we do it, we are gonna be fr bring freedom to the captives. Proceeds, partial proceeds from the Love Pace race is going to go to A21 to fight human trafficking. Come on. This is a reason for us to get up and move our good bodies and meet with the Lord. Listen, I don't have time to go in all the things about this race, but you can go to revelationwellness.org slash LPR. This is a training program where you stay free, but have a God-sized goal in a community of others who are gonna cheer you on. So Jamie and I are gonna be doing a full marathon, walking a full marathon in Hawaii come the end of the year, December 8th of 2024. Our training program for LPR, Love Pace Race, will start in June, so you have time. But if you're interested in doing this in 2024, then swipe up on the show notes and let us know that you are interested to learn more when the training becomes available. And let me say it again. You don't have to do a full marathon. You can just do a 5k, walk a 10k, and maybe walk a half marathon. And maybe you'll be joining Jamie and I in doing a full marathon. You don't have to come to Hawaii. You're welcome to come if you want, but you don't have to come. You can just head out your front door the day that Jamie and I head out ours in Hawaii to walk 26.2 miles. Friends, it's possible. The thing is, we have become very sedentary. Life is comfortable. And 
What if this year we said, God, I want to meet with you, not just check a box, but meet with you and do something that feels maybe impossible at this moment. In the coming months, you'll be hearing more about the Love Pace Race. But for now, let's check in with Jamie and let her share her excitement about this goal and this dream coming true and how we are not doing this to get it together. We are doing it because Christ holds us together and draws us up in and out into God-sized dreams and goals because it's about Him. He is the point. Amen? All right. So learn more about the Love Pace Race. Again, we're all just right now getting people interested. Training doesn't start till June, but we want to know if you are interested so you can swipe up and let us know and join Jamie and I and some other global ministry leaders as we move at the speed of love where freedom is the goal. I'll talk to you guys soon. Thanks so much for being here. Peace. All right, Revelation Wellness, this is fun. I love it when I look at my calendar and I go, oh, I get to talk with a friend. You texted me last night. You're like, are we talking tomorrow? I looked at my calendar too and I was like, I was looking at the next day. I'm like, this makes me so happy. I know, we have been chit-chatting a lot lately. We'll get to that later. But you, my friend, have written another book. You're crushing it in the book writing game. Thanks. I know this is... I don't know if everyone says this every time, but this is probably my favorite book I've written. Mm. Well, my first book was like my easiest. It was a lot of my story. It was things that had been kind of building up in me for a decade or more. And so it just kind of just flowed out, you know, like I could mm. just sit and write this in my sleep. This book to me has been the one that I feel the most all the time. I mean, it's called Why Can't I Get It Together? <laughs> I, I literally... <laughs> say that to myself on a daily basis. And so I'm like, well, this is how I feel. Let's write about it. And so I'm excited for it. Thank you. Like, literally, do you say that? Did you, did you know the title right away? Because you know how sometimes they want to change the titles. Like, was that the title from the jump? Like, did you know that? I literally say that to myself all the time. It, it usually it goes, it was like, I'll say like, Jamie, get yourself together. And it's probably oh, we're gonna just get jump right in here. It's probably yes, a lot of are. shame. It's probably a lot of shame filled. Like, I, I I say this in the book, and this is how I feel a lot. I I'm 45. I'm 40. How old am I? I'm 44. <laughs> I'll be 45 next year. And I thought I think to myself often. I thought you'd be at a different place at 44. Wow. And so that like Jamie, get yourself together. Sometimes it's silly, like oh my gosh, I can't find my phone. Come on, Jamie, get yourself together. Yeah. Or sometimes it's like. I can't believe you're still dealing with this. Like, I can't believe you're still talking about this. I can't believe you're still feeling this way. And so for I'm like, if I have a lot of shame on it, I bet other people do as well. And so how do we talk about that? And what does it yeah. mean? What does it mean to live in a chaotic world and still feel peace with the Lord? And I think it's possible and I'm striving for it every day. And I fail a lot, even though I wrote a whole book about it. But I'm like, we're all in this together. <laughs> Isn't that the truth? I was going to ask you that. I like to ask authors, people write a whole 60 plus thousand words on a topic and you think you should have it together on that topic or you're quote the expert and then you still find yourself not taking your own advice yeah yeah and doing the things and doing the things and i think maybe that's why i enjoyed this book so much it feels so real to me it feels yeah. like well i'm living this every day i'm still having to think through these things a lot um yeah yeah. And I talk about like with my body in the book and that's why I'm yes. talking to you about it because yes. that is something that I just thought at 44, would I still feel the same way I did 20 years ago or why do I feel this way? And um, 
you're the best person because offline you always encourage me and so i'm just grateful for you it's my joy okay well let's jump to that part of the book since we know this is our audience they're people that are wanting to love god with all their heart all their soul mind strength and body ability but it's rough out there so jamie writes this she says when it comes to taking care of my body i wonder how everyone on instagram makes it look so easy do they wake up every morning and choose to drink water <laughs> All day, all day. Somehow they get to the gym five times a week and still have a job and a family and friends. I can't figure it out. No carbs, no sugar, no dairy, no fun. It's hard to find what makes me feel good and doesn't just push me toward wanting to look good. My body insecurities keep creeping up while I'm just trying to be healthy. So give us some backstory. I mean, that it brings tears to my eyes because I, I can't ever figure out if I want to be healthy or I want to be skinny. And I don't know where the line is. And I'm still trying to figure that out. And I I want to really trust that God says, I've given you a gift in your body. And it doesn't matter what it looks like, if it's able, disabled, tall, short, big, round. God doesn't classify any of that. He just says, you have a good body. And so I think in my yearning to trust him and believe in that, it makes me emotional because I don't know what I want. What I <laughs> I can't believe I'm crying about this on this interview, but I, I, I want, even when I read that, like I look online and everyone seems to be doing it so well. I'm like, how, how are they doing this so well? And do they still have the right heart? Because I want to do all those things, but I worry that I want to do them. So I'll look a certain way or so I'll be skinny or so I'll lose those 20 pounds from birthing a child 20 years ago, you know? Mm. Um, and so I'm trying to, how do I find a space where getting it together with my body is where I come to terms and not in a lazy way we're just lay down and let it be what it is right but i come to terms with if someone gives me a precious gift i take care of it and i don't take care of it because it becomes an idol to me but it's because i love it and i cherish it and that person loved me enough to give that to me that's where i'm trying to refocus my brain every single day with my body and I'm, it's hard I'm I'm holding this tension right now of wanting to coach you. I want you to, please do. No, you sure I could do that, but Let then it get, could. No, I would love to get a free coaching session out of this, Alisa, let's go. Okay, all right, all right, let's go. So my question to you would be, when did it become about skinny for you? Where does that begin? Where skinny is important? You know, I don't, that word is not even a word that I use often. And so I'm, I'm even surprised that I said it here. Um, I mean, if, if this became the deepest counseling session ever, um, this goes back to being super, super young and not super young, but like teenage and early sure. college sure. of um, just in relationships I was in and things I would watch that would make me think, well, that's the type of body that gets there attention. That's the type of body that men want. And I'm in a very happy marriage. And like, right. this is not a tension within my marriage at all. This is a personal Jamie issue where I would have to fight the lie that was planted in my brain yeah. 25 years ago that you yeah. see what these girls look like. That's what that's, that's what guys true. want. And And there's more there. Like, I don't want guys to be staring at me. Right. Where does that come from? I'm in a happy right. marriage and I don't want that at all. But that seed that was planted 25 years ago, mm -hmm. I still fight that today with my body. And mm -hmm. so I do know that when I, when I go on my walks, which you know about, I love going on my walks, mm -hmm. I feel like a better person. 
Mm. It helps my brain. And I think yes, that's a thing for me in the past couple of years is I actually am not going on walks to get skinny because I just don't know that that's – I don't want to be skinny. I want to say that again. I'm not going on walks because I'm like, oh, I have to do this so that my my body gets a certain way. I actually crave going on walks because it makes me feel better in all of my body. Like yes, my brain feels right. better. My heart feels better. Like yeah. I went home yesterday. I texted you and I had 12 minutes before it got dark. <laughs> but I was like, <laughs> I'm getting a 12-minute walk in because it helps my whole body. And so for my – my counseling session for the whole world to hear, I think that desire goes back 25 years ago of thinking, this is what I'm supposed to look like. Mm. And and where does that come from? Mm. The world, right, you know? Right, right. So when it comes, or when you are in attention of your flesh versus the spirit, right? Because your spirit is for you, living well, good brain health, my body can do great things. I you know, don't need affirmation from the world for it. That's the spirit, but the flesh, there's that lie that you're yep. saying it goes way back when it comes or when you find yourself in tension or war about it, do you pay it? What do you do in that moment? Do you just snap out of it, Jamie, get yourself together? Or do you ever take a moment to sit with Jesus for the work of the deeper place? Um, th today in my life where I'm right now, a lot more of the second option Good, Jamie. of not just saying, come on, Jamie, get yourself together. Although, I feel that tension. Um, I sit a lot more in the why. I guess I ask myself, why do I still feel this way? And what what do I still need to work on with inside my heart? Not in a convict conviction, a condemnation way, not in a shame way, in a fully aware of where that comes from and fully aware of the tension. I think years previous, 10 years ago, I wouldn't have understood that tension. And I would have thought, well, I guess I'll just be craving to be skinny for my whole life and I'll just keep working mm -hmm. harder. I wouldn't have I wouldn't have put the uh, spirit aspect towards it. You've yeah. been a great help in my life. Jess Conley's been a great help in my yeah. life. Just like hearing people being in counseling has been a great help in my life. Yeah. Uh, being able to say I am a whole person, a body, yeah. mind and soul. And how do all those go together? So therefore, when I go there and I think, oh, I've got to I've got to do all these things so that I'll get this way. I probably sometimes fall into the trap of being like, oh, I see this girl online and I wish I look like her. But then often I fall into the I also often remind myself that like that girl that I don't even know who probably lives in Wisconsin. And I've never met her and I lived completely different lives. Yeah, you know, like I don't have the same life that she has. Yeah. And so I can't and you don't afford. have the same call. Like your call is very different. Totally, totally true, you know? And so I have to just remind myself of that a lot. And a lot of that goes back to gospeling myself, which is what I call just reminding yourself of what is true. What does the gospel say about me? And uh -huh. so I fail at that a lot, but I would say I'm better than I was five years ago. And to me, that is what our goal is, to be closer to Jesus than we were yesterday. And that's where I'm trying with my body. Mm -hmm. And that's how we get it together. That's let's, how we get it together. Let's transition to that. Like, so how do we go from get it together of whipping it in your flesh and making the to-do list and tasking yourself into some sense of safety or control to what does it mean to gospel get it yeah. together? For me, what it means to get it together is to chase something differently. And so if I'm chasing, I talk, this is what I talk about in the book, if I'm chasing holiness, if I'm chasing that I want to look and act and be and talk more like Jesus, which side note, I wrote this book a long time before I read John Mark Comer's new book, which comes out in January, which I highly recommend you all. Highly. 
We highly recommend. Been telling everyone. Yeah. So amazing. Read that book, already interviewed him. And that's what his that's what he's talking about is being with Jesus and how do we look and be in. So so read his book uh, to find out more about that. But that's what I want to be is like, how do I chase holiness? How do I chase something different than worrying what the world says my body should look like? How do I chase something different than than getting overwhelmed with all the expectations I put on myself, you know, different things I was talking about in the book. And so to do that, I have to say there has to be a way for me to live in the reality that I live in, because here's some things that aren't changing. I have a full time job. I have four children. Um, I have a back that is that is broken in a sense. Um, I live in Austin where it's 175 degrees in the summer. These things aren't changing. But in the midst of what my life has given me, what God has given me, how do I chase him in the midst of it in all different areas of my life? And specifically talking about body would be to realize that like in this stage of my life with my, my kids being teenagers, I actually had more freedom to work out than I did when I was, right. you know, taking kids to school at 7 a.m. and picking them up at three and all this stuff. And so it is saying like, what season of life am I in? Am I holding myself to a standard that can't be met? Um, and I'm in a great season of life where I have a lot more freedom. And so I get to go on hour and a half long walks once a week in the middle of the day because I get to do that now. And I didn't get to do that before. So I'm, all that to say, when we're chasing something other than what the world tells is right, is how we can get it together. Is I can feel put together in Jesus when I'm chasing him over what the world says my body should look like. And that's that's hard, but that's called sanctification. That's what That's what we're here for. And isn't sanctification requires that tension. Mm-hmm. That, that it if we are in it the world is we're, we're physical beings or spiritual beings enwrapped in this physical existence yeah. and there are there's suffering there's depravity there's this is the funny thing is as you're saying you're now in a point in your life with with your body you can have some time to take care of it right because when yeah yep. when we're kids you're just squeezing it all in yeah you just had your but your baby, your body completely is given over to something mm-hmm. else. When you have a baby, mm-hmm. it changes. It never goes back. But then by the time you're 40, 50, it's even more changed. Mm-hmm. You're not, you cannot go back to a 25-year-old body. That's why it is absolutely mental damage to look at someone on Instagram that is not your body and doesn't even have your story, doesn't have your calling, doesn't, whatever, we don't know. And then that envy or covetousness of like, that is mm-hmm. not my life. I am a 45-year-old woman who's I now have time to enjoy. So what? Okay, my skin is sagging a little bit more. My that's just the reality of the tension. This is the mm-hmm. depravity. It's not this way in in heaven. I don't know. I wonder I I want do you think there's stretch marks in heaven? Wow. Right? Are stretch marks bad? Right. I don't know. You know what I mean? I don't think so. It's how we see them. Here's what I think. That's exactly what I was going to say. I said, I think that a lot of things that we think are like, oh, I can't wait to get to heaven. So this isn't there. I think they actually might be there, but we just will see it through a different lens, like a a good, holy, perfect lens. Right. Because I'm like, stretch marks can't, they don't indicate bad, you know. And do wrinkles indicate bad? Oh, I think they indicate life. Wisdom. Wisdom. Story. Mm-hmm. Which you love story, mm-hmm. but I do wonder what. Well, anyways, we're going into this whole who knows, but yeah, that's the tension knows? of it here's is. what we live in, and it's such a shame culture of if you don't meet a standard, and then we lean into the Lord, and there's just something more. I want to say this too. I kind of had about it. We're recording this in December, so about a year ago, 
I remember on Christmas, uh, New Year's Eve, our family went to eat at a Mexican restaurant that we love. And the entire December, I had been treating my body as if, as if fun house. <laughs> It was a fun house, okay? <laughs> a bouncy and it house. It was like I was I was living in gluttony in a lot of areas. And I knew it. I think I had some just emotional stuff going on. And I remember Christmas Eve, we went to this Mexican restaurant and I just indulged and, and I'm I'm not making light of this. I'm not trying to be funny. I'm being very serious. I woke up the next morning with heartburn and bloating and all the things. And it it wasn't like a Oh, we went out to dinner and I had, you know, a little bit extra scoop. It was like I was very well aware of how I had been treating my body for the previous month. Yeah. And I remember I woke up on January 1st and I just thought, I can't do this to myself. Like this isn't there it is. This isn't right for me to be mm -hmm. doing this. And so I'm also a person who doesn't like to be told what to do. Like I I like um if I trust you, fine. But if not, I'm like I can do whatever I want. I'm a grown woman. And I think I had been living in December of last year of, I can do whatever I want. It's my body. Who cares? Like, who am I hurting? Mm -hmm. And I woke up on January 1st and literally thought, I'm hurting myself. Like, this yeah. is, you're right, Jamie. You're not hurting anyone else. Like, everyone's wow. functioning fine in this house. It's you. You're the one who feels sluggish. You're the one who is so bloated. You're the one who has heartburn every single day. It's you. Yeah. And for me in that moment, it wasn't a like, ah, I got to lose 10 pounds. You know, it was a, I feel real gross. And so on the flip side, there's that tension, which I know you speak to a lot of like, how do I care for my body without yearning for it to be perfect? Obsessing. Yeah. Obsessing. Yeah. And I want to say is that I look back on that last January and I did do something extreme. I don't even know how you feel about this, Elisa, but I did Whole30 and Dry January for January. I, and... I feel great about them. I think they're good tools. I think they're good on ramps. I'm not against them at all. If they lead you to sanctification. Okay. So, so I, yeah. So I, January 1st, I was like, I got to do something. And so I did Whole30 and Dry January and I made all 30, how many days are in January? I did the whole month. And before I haven't, I've never completed anything like that. I've just been like, I can't do this anymore. No one can tell me what to do. But I did the whole month, but it wasn't legalism. It was like, you know what? I actually That's want right. to take care of what's, what God's been given me. And so I look back and I was probably in the middle of writing this book along that time as well. And that could have been the emotional eating that I was coming to. But um, I, I would like to say I'm proud of myself because I had this awareness of, you're right, no one in this house is getting hurt. You can do whatever you want. It's your body. Eat all, eat nachos every night, Jamie. It's, you know, but I was feeling miserable. Yeah. And, and so I made that change. And I'm not saying that like, I'm like do everything perfect by any means. But I had this awareness that like, you know what, this body actually, it's for me. And like, it is a yeah. gift. And I actually, it actually, actually, if I were to be honest about you, it will start to affect people in this house if I continue down this road, you know? Um, mm -hmm. It would make me, you know, sad or uncomfortable or sick or whatever. So yeah. there's that tension too that I'm trying to figure out as well as like, man, how do I care for this in a healthy way and not let it become legalism? And then that takes us back to Christ who holds mm -hmm. all things together. Yep. We want to get it together. It comes back to Christ. Doesn't everything, the answer goes back to Jesus. Everything. Which is like, I told someone that, hey, that's the good news of the gospel is I can't imagine going through this life without Jesus and the Holy Spirit and God the Father. Because everything, when everything does feel spinning out of control, there is this, this steady resting place that we get to sit on and stand on with him. Um, 
that actually is the balm for all of our souls, no matter what it is that we're going through. Yeah. So what do you hope the reader gets out of this book? I hope they feel less alone, for sure, because I, I think that I'm not the only one that feels like this a lot, a lot. But I think also my main hope for them is that they would look at these different areas of their life, because I lay out different areas of your life. I, I hope that they would look at these different areas of your life of the things that you're obligated to. Let me okay. let's say those real quick. It's under the, um the what's it called? Ponder? What's it called when you do? Ponder. Yeah. 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 Oh, gosh. Not acronym. Yeah. Is, is it that acronym? It's something with an A. Yeah. I wrote this. Acrostic? Um, sure. Okay. Ponder. Okay, so I have the I have the word ponder, and Tell P us. is for past and present um, circumstances or hurts, dealing with those. Mm. O is for obligations. Um, N is for needs. D is yeah. for desires. E yeah. is for expectations, and then R is for responsibilities. Can I and take so, that whole thing and go write a book on health with this? Like, yes, Jesus gospel. So I'm like, um, yes, past and present hurts. That was my last book. Like we, mm -hmm. you, the reason you keep doing your crazy things has something to do with that, but go ahead. Tell us. Yeah. Yeah. So my hope is that you would look at all these different areas. And the thing about these areas of your life, Elisa, which you know to be true as well, is that these areas change all the time. I mean, these six things might still be consistent. My responsibilities are different today than they were 10 years ago. And so yeah. I have to feel like if I can't get together, maybe I'm living in responsibilities that aren't mine or that I should pick up and vice versa. So I just hope that the reader would look at these areas, kind of lay these areas over the gospel and let Jesus speak to how, what do I need to do in each individual state of these of these areas so that you can feel to get, so that you can feel put together because of Jesus, not because you're trying to get better or do better or, or check a list off, but how are we going to let Jesus kind of come into these areas and be the ruler of them? I love it. Okay, let's transition because in your book, you're talking about your body and somewhere I was reading all the notes about you. Gosh, where was it? But it was talking about one of your spiritual disciplines being walking. I love it. And Jamie, I I read a book. There's a uh, Did you read the Mark Buchanan book, Walking with love God? Love that book so much. I read it, it this opens, last year. Doesn't it open up with the fact that a lot of spiritual traditions in the world have their practice? Like Buddhists have a certain type of mm -hmm. body practice. Hindus, a bot, they're very bodied. But Christianity, we don't have anything that is, we have practices, but nothing mm -hmm. that says, this is the thing that I, I, I get to my body with. Mm -hmm. And so he suggests, could walking be ours? Mm -hmm. And I like literally teared up because that is what Jesus did. He that is, he was known to walk on the average from 10 to 20 miles a day, everyone, mm -hmm. 10 to 20 miles a day. Just so y'all know, 10 miles a day is equal to 20,000 steps a day. On the average right now, we all take about 4,000 steps a day. Uh, Jesus would walk and think of his, that's embodiment. Mm -hmm. That's that's his connection to to the father, to the people, to the earth, to his teaching. Imagine the things he taught as he walked with his disciples. Mm -hmm. Anyways, so um, you and I have something that we've been we've been planning on behind the scenes. We've been we've been talking for a bit. So let's go back a year ago. Something happens. You start walking. You do like a thirty day walk thing. Talk about that. So it probably also probably came out of how I felt in December. I was like, you know, I need uh. to like move my body. I, a lot of this stuff, stuff started happening. I read Mark's book last spring. You know, so that was really, really good for me. I've always loved walking because I used to be a runner and um, I, I can finally say confidently, I'm a walker. It's what I Amen. am. Amen. 
Because I used to say, I'm a wannabe runner, but I have to walk because of my back. But like, I'm a walker. It is what it is. Um, and I started walking a lot. And then last summer, we started, I think we talked about this before, but I decided to do a walking challenge in, I can't remember if it was June or July, where I was going to try to walk every day. For 30 and days. Yeah, and you invited your days, community. Mm -hmm. invited my community to come along. And I made, I think I missed two days. I traveled overseas then as well. So I think there were some airport days that I missed it. But when I was in Uganda, I went and walked every morning. Um, and so we, and you and I just started talking about what would it look like for us to oh, get together. And also I always wanted to run a marathon and I never got yeah. to. Yeah. And so I've always had that desire, um, which I've kind of had to lay down, but you and I started talking. So you tell them like, okay, well, so, so you reach out to me. You're like, I really, I'm not, I'm never going to be able to run a marathon, but I really want to do a marathon, Elisa. And I'm like, Jamie. You can do that. Like as much as you walk and, and you're trained, you, we, I kind of throw myself in there. We can do that. <laughs> and I said, and then you said it's the Honolulu race is a race where it's one race that you knew of that doesn't close down. It stays open. So everyone who starts finishes. So I started getting this picture in my mind. I'm like, that is such a beautiful picture. Everyone who starts finishes mm. and the endurance and the step and the pace of love. That if you move at the speed of love, love has a speed. If we move at the speed of love, all things are possible because Christ is love and with him is all, all things. So I started visioning and going, gosh, I think we could, you and I could go just do this, this um, walk together. But what if we did this like global call out for something called the love pace race? So some of you, you all, this is the first time we are making it known to you this year. Jamie, myself, Lisa Whittle, and a few other, we're waiting for some other friends to jump on board. We are going to, we're going to walk and we're going to do it in bite-sized pieces. We're going to start with a 5K. So anyone you just want to get moving, we're going to go to a 5K, to a 10K, to a half. And by the end of 2024, we are all going to, well, we are, you're invited to come with us to walk a marathon. You don't have to go to Honolulu. You can literally head out your front door and walk your miles with us as Jamie and I walk in Honolulu with some friends. So how excited are we, Jamie? I, I mean, I almost started crying just now again because I am, for me, it's personal. You know, it feels yeah. personal of a journey with trusting and believing that I can do it. And, you know, I have back issues and I have, I have that kind of stuff going on. And I just have always wanted to run a marathon. And I laid that dream down a couple of years ago. And oh, I didn't realize I'd get emotional. And I, I will cry when I cross the finish line. I will tell you that much because it will feel like a dream that God gave me back. I'm so excited. Okay. And so with this, literally, um, with this, everyone, there is training to do. So I have looked Jamie in the eye, well, on text, like we have training to do. We don't just get to say, you don't just go out and walk a bunch of mileage. Like we have to do some training. There will be um, a full a program from soup to nuts so that you guys can progress through and get to that final goal uh, and do it well and do it without injury or striving. And I will tell you right now, that is the number one reason people get in danger and trouble and hurt themselves is they start to get moved too fast, too far, too soon. That would be me, you guys. So you're going to I know. And back. that's why I'm like, Jamie, follow the plan. Follow the plan. But um, we're super excited. So you're all welcome to join us for the Love Pace Race, where proceeds, portion of proceeds will benefit A21 
We're going after some human trafficking. We want to punch that in the Love face, it. y'all. So join yep. us. Um, you can swipe up on the show notes. It'll take you to a landing page now where we're just getting people interested. If you want to do this, training will start in mid in June. So our actual training season doesn't start till June. So here's what you can be doing right now, everyone who's listening. And like, I want a God-sized goal. I want to need God mm-hmm. in my bod as I move to something that only he can give me and I could feel the joy of the Lord is my strength. Yeah. Um, we yeah. won't do that till June. Our, our official training starts in June, but start, start moving now and move yeah. in love. Don't like, oh my gosh, I'm training for something. That's where people get in trouble. Just move in love. Last night when you texted me, um, you told me you got a new pair of walking shoes. And you were like, I feel like a little kid running home <laughs> to put on my new shoes to go for a 12 minute walk. Yep. I just wanted to try out your yep. shoes. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I wore them to work today. I usually like, I, I, you probably wear yours all the time. I don't wear my walking shoes anywhere except to walk. And so I, okay, I can get, yeah, I can get more time out of them. You'll get more but I wore them to work today. Cause I was so excited. Like a little kid. I'm like, I got my new shoes on. So I'm ready. So- all right. Well, this is happening, everyone. The love pace race. Uh, love has this, love is the speed and freedom is the goal. That's what we are saying is our tagline. Love is the speed. Freedom is the goal. Join Jamie, myself, Lisa, and a bunch of other friends around the world. We know Revolution Wellness Instructors, you guys are already gearing up your people um, to encounter the Lord this way. And let's make walking our spiritual discipline. Like, yeah. can we, for the Christian faith, if we're, we're walkers. We're going to walk mm-hmm. and talk with the Lord in the cool of the day, like we were yeah. created to do in the beginning. Yeah. yeah. So it's great. So good. I'm so excited. I can't wait for all you people to do this. I cannot wait. Swipe up on the show notes, everyone. Okay. So you have two action items today. One, Jamie's book. Y'all, it is, uh, I've got the, the PDF version because I don't have the actual book. It's a pre-order right now, right? Yes. Everyone, listen up, um, friends. Go ahead. What were you going to say? I was say it comes up February 13th. February 13th comes out. This is where I do my my pep talk to our people. Reorders matter, everyone. Go, if you have been blessed by Jamie Ivey, her podcast, who she is, and want to bless us in a really great 2024, go get her book, pre-order it, swipe up. Is there any pre-orders or anything going on with that? There are stuff. And if you go to jamieivy.com, they're all listed there as to what you get, like private group. I'm going to do some exclusive Love videos. It. There's some content, some uh, giveaway. So it's, it's great. Love it. Okay. So pre-order that book, Why I Can't Get It Together, and then swipe up and get uh, on the email list to be finishing your race, whatever it is, five, 10, half, or full uh, this year in 2024 at the speed of love, where freedom is the goal. All right, Jamie, before you go, quick fire questions. Um, I'm going to, first of all, what's your favorite walking shoe? Go or your, your, I don't know how shoe. to say it. Tell me how to say it. Hookah? Hoka. Hoka. Okay. I'm going to try to remember that. Hoka. I just got some new ones and it's the uh, Hoka not Clifton 9. Yep. I looked those up last night. I actually read a little bit about them. They are a rocker. They give her a little propelling motion forward, good cushioning, good stability. And I get very thick um, soles too. They help me out. Yeah. Help your back. Uh, awesome. And you're like, if you're going to go for a walk, what's your, what's your um, choice of gear to wear? <sighs> Okay, well, when it's um, hot outside, I got this thing from Free People this summer. I think Jess Conley had it on. Your orange thing? I have the orange thing. I saw it at Free People. I walked by it. I thought, I'm going to come back for that. And it was out of my size. (gasps) And I love that orange. Looks good on our 
on our skin well, toes. I always say I got the orange on, so I'm not going to get hit by a car when I'm walking. But it's my favorite Here's thing that. this summer. Um, Outdoor Voices, which is an Austin-based company, also makes one that I love as well. It's a little skirt dress. Um, so I love those those things. And what about when it gets cold? What are you going to do then? When it's cold, I've got tights on and a long sleeve the whole t-shirt. Thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We're headed that way. Uh, and then finally, um, what's your favorite podcast? We know it's not, yeah, Revelation Wellness, of course. Next. <laughs> After Revelation Wellness, um, uh, the a podcast that I really love these days, uh, there's two that I listen to a lot. Called the, One's called The Holy Post, but the one I want to tell you about is um, I also listen to The Daily quite a bit if I can catch up on it. But the one I want to tell you about here, I'm just scrolling my thing, is called The Bulletin, and Christine today puts it out. Ooh. And Dr. Russell Moore is on it, and there's usually a couple other co hosts. And I love it because they talk about current events. And I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not a news junkie by any means, but it helps for me to hear about things like that through trusted people that I that I trust. And they're not, they're not right, left. They're just kind of talking about it. And so Giving I love that story. that show. Yep, the bulletin. It's the bulletin. Mm -hmm. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna follow right now. All right, Jamie, we love you. And they're going to be hearing, you guys are going to be hearing from Jamie. Um, she's going to be helping you as a, a voice, an encourager, and a coach this year to get us to the finish line in 2024. So she's going to be back uh, uh, quite a bit more this, this year. And I'm excited I get to be with you. Can I tell you this about that? I had a friend text me yesterday yesterday or the day before and she's like i'm on a walk and i was just thinking about something i walk every day and i listen to your podcast but you know what i'd really love to hear on my walk i'd love to hear like you do a podcast where you're like teaching and praying and walking with us and i was like uh is the spirit of the lord in you because just <laughs> hold coming. on <laughs> it's coming y'all yeah so it's yeah. not y'all know revving the word we're gonna do something a little different with jamie and lisa and some other contributors where yeah you're gonna let them they're gonna their hearts are gonna soar in a different way so they're getting your feet moving i'm excited, excited. to create that with you guys all right jamie we love you thanks for coming today thanks friend friends we hope this episode blessed you and if you love it as much as we did would you share it with a friend and be sure to swipe up on the show notes you will find all the links mentioned in the episode Let's keep the conversation going. You can leave us an audio message and tell us how this episode sparked something in your heart. We would love to hear from you and hear what you think. Thank you for being here and be sure to connect with us soon in all the places. Peace.